Welcome to the Woman Warriors Podcast, where we're working to help you call a truce with your anxiety. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Now, here's your host, Elizabeth Cush, LCPC. Welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Cush, and I am a licensed clinical professional counselor in Annapolis, Maryland, where I'm doing all online therapy right now. And I'm also developing a coaching business for women who want to live their lives with more authenticity, live their lives putting their needs in the forefront instead of living their lives for others. So I'm excited to, well, I'm excited to be working on it. Uh, It's not quite ready to share yet, but that will be coming soon. So stay tuned for that. I hope you're all doing well. I hope um, you are healthy and safe Here in Maryland, it seems that cases are going up. It feels like other cities where my kids are living, that um, numbers are going up with the coronavirus again. As I'm recording this, I'm a little worried about winter and what that will mean. Um, It's fall right now, so we're still able to socialize outside and be safe. But with winter fast approaching... That's going to be harder, and uh, I'm a little worried. On a more positive note, um, I've been sleeping better, a little bit better. I feel like some of my creative juices are flowing again, so I hope that means that I'm taking better care of myself or that I'm feeling more grounded in me that I'm able to do more creative work and create this coaching business and uh, develop a new website and all of that that goes with creating a new business. But today, I want to talk about creating space. In my last two episodes, I spoke with April Snow and Michael Spencer And the takeaway for me from both of those conversations, one about highly sensitive people and being an introvert, the other about finding alignment in your home and in your space where either you work or live, an energetic alignment. But with both of those conversations, I came away with the recognition, the understanding that it's really important for us to have enough space in our daily living in order to know how we're feeling, to know what we need, to feel truly aligned and authentic. For me, Creating space has become a very important part of managing my anxiety. I've learned that I 
I carry around a lot of, I, I have social anxiety and I think for a long time, I masked it through busyness, through pushing through, using alcohol and way further back in my past using drugs to help me feel more comfortable socially. And taking the time to create space around when I am entering into social situations where I feel anxious, it really helps me be with, recognize, and take care of myself. My movement group met recently in person. We've been meeting online each week over the last eight months, and we decided to do a socially distanced meetup in person. And I found that I was incredibly anxious and resistant to going and not because I was worried about COVID, but because I felt uncomfortable. And social anxiety can keep us from living our best lives, from doing things that are meaningful and important to us out of fear and um, worry that somehow we might be more vulnerable or judged in a way that feels uncomfortable. So what does creating space mean for you? It's different for everyone. It can be as simple as pausing, taking time before doing something to just check in with yourself, to ask yourself, what's going on? How am I feeling? What's going on inside? It can be a very scheduled experience. You can pick a particular time during the day to stop and give yourself the space you need to either recharge or check in with yourself. It could be first thing in the morning, or you could set reminders on your phone for throughout the day to check in at different times to remind yourself to just pause and be with yourself, be with your thoughts and your feelings. It could be at the end of the day through journaling or sitting quietly or meditating. All of these instances help you create the space intentionally to be with yourself, to be with what's going on for you, to re-energize if you need to. I like to think of the pause as a stop, where S means to slow down or pause. T means to turn towards yourself and your body with awareness and compassion. O is own and allow your feelings, whatever they might be, without judgment. And P is to practice compassion for wherever you might find yourself in that moment of pause. Some of the questions that can help you tune in to these uh, experiences when you do stop are, what am I thinking? What meaning am I making from this situation or how I'm feeling or what I'm thinking? Am I judging myself? Am I judging others? 
What's the meaning I'm taking away from this? What am I interpreting? What are my perceptions? How am I feeling? What am I feeling? And lastly, what is my body telling me? Oftentimes, our bodies can be our sort of early reminder of, you know, our early warning system that either we're uncomfortable or anxious or nervous or in distress. And our bodies are communicating with us all the time. But it takes practice to tune in for most of us, at least in Western culture, we're not taught how to tune into our bodies. And it does take some practice I think yoga is an amazing way to tune into your body in a group setting, but to, um, with some guidance, meditation, another great way to tune into your body, but just pausing and feeling the sensations like through a body scan or just going through your, you know, quickly from head to toe, like what are you noticing can be really, really powerful in terms of giving you a a clue as to what's happening for you in that moment. So as I said, with my intuitive movement group, the night before I was already feeling some resistance to going in person. I knew the next day it was going to be rainy, but we had made plans to meet under a pavilion in a local park So I knew we would be dry, but the resistance was pretty strong. I was almost ready the night before to, I came close to emailing the group saying that I was going to stay home because of the weather. I just didn't want to go. And so I sat with that. I sat with that feeling of maybe there's more to this. Maybe this really isn't about the weather. Maybe this is more about my social anxiety, that even with people I feel the most safe with and comfortable with can bring up some social anxiety, some anxiety around being vulnerable and being present with them. When do you need to make that space and pause? Think about how your stress builds throughout the day. Think about what things cause you stress and anxiety. What are your triggers? Are there things that are pretty predictable that you know? You know, these sorts of situations, these people experience at work, Do you know, are you able to pinpoint times where the stress grows, where it feels bigger? And when would it be helpful for you to take the time to check in with your body and ask what it's trying to tell you? As I said, it can be a scheduled time throughout the day. It can be before particular events, but just creating some awareness around when it would be helpful for you ahead of time to check in with yourself before the stress starts to build as it's just beginning to percolate. 
for me, taking that time the evening before and even the morning of meeting with my friends for our movement group, it allowed me to see that my stress, my social anxiety begins way earlier than I in the past would have guessed. That at the suggestion of meeting together, it began. And that as we drew closer and the weather wasn't going to be perfect, that became a thing to hold on to that would give me permission to back out. But I know that even had it been a beautiful sunny day, I would have had some level of discomfort with meeting in person again, to see their faces, to feel that vulnerability. Because with a screen on Zoom, which is how we've been meeting, it does create this distance. It does create this barrier to true vulnerability. But I'm learning to recognize with pausing through this practice of stopping and checking in and tuning into my body and allowing what's there, I can recognize the anxiety for what it is, which is fear. It's fear of being vulnerable, fear of being truly seen, fear of showing up in a very authentic way. But I've also learned through this process of stopping that I can take care of myself in that moment in a kind and compassionate way and not let the fear keep me from doing things that are meaningful and important to me. Because when I do let the fear rule what's happening, then I feel bad. Then I feel as if I've missed out. I feel bad about myself for allowing that fear to stop me from having meaningful conversations, meaningful gatherings, enjoying myself, having fun. Had I missed my group, had I decided to stay home using the rain as a a reason, as an excuse for not showing up, I would have missed connecting with these amazing, wonderful women if I had not taken the time to stop. So once again, stopping, if you use the acronym STOP, the S stands for slow down and pause. T for turn towards yourself and your body. O is for own and allow your feelings, whatever they might be, without judgment. And P stands for practice compassion for yourself. If you struggle with social anxiety or whatever form of stress it might be, beating yourself up, shaming yourself around what's happening for you only increases our levels of distress. It doesn't help you push through or buck up or move on. It just makes you feel worse. 
So offering yourself some kind words and compassion, this is so hard for me. And yet, it's something I really want to do. Or this is so hard for me. And yet, I can offer myself the love and care that I need to help me through this. Well, I hope that over the course of this coming week, you'll think about creating space. Whether you're a highly sensitive person, an introvert, whether you need to find space within your home to help you feel more aligned, whether you just want to create a better relationship with yourself, taking the time to pause, to stop, to be with yourself and whatever is going on internally with care and kindness and compassion. This can help you feel more grounded and present and connected to you as well as the people around you in your life. I will keep you posted on my coaching business, my coaching program that I will be offering in the new year. I will be giving you glimpses into what that will look like, I hope, over the next few months. For now, you can sign up for my newsletter at progressioncounseling.com forward slash Elizabeth's dash newsletter. And you can sign up there. You will get uh, my newsletter twice a month as well as blogs and updates on the coaching program. So I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope you take care of yourselves in all of this pandemic craziness and the election craziness here in the United States. Take some time throughout your day to stop and take care of you. Ciao for now from This Woman Warrior. Thanks for listening and subscribing to The Woman Warriors Podcast. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guests' profiles at womanwarriors.com.